Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, today's episode is all about how to know when you need to hire a sales team member. Now, I'm covering this topic because I get a lot of questions about hiring, firing, paying sales team people and wondering as the only salesperson in your business, typically when you first start uh, going, can I outsource this right away? Can I get rid of this task right away, Susan? (laughs) And I want you to stay tuned to hear my answer and when I think is the most appropriate time to know when to hire and bring on board your most valuable team member who is going to be helping you to sell. So let me back up a little bit because uh, for those of you that are not familiar, I spent a lot of time not only selling personally, but also most of my career has been leading high-performing sales teams of all shapes and sizes and all backgrounds and demographics and experiences, men and women, all ages, okay? So what I know to be true is that sales is a skill that you can be taught. This includes yourself. Now, for any business owner listening right now, and if you are already in the business of selling professionally for other people, this is still important for you to understand because I think sometimes when we are putting ourselves into situations where we are being hired as sales professionals or we are hiring for a sales professional, we are missing critical things that will enable that person, that role to do their utmost for us in helping to grow and scale our business. Because as you've heard me say multiple times, a business without sales is not a real business because sales is the lifeblood of your business. Sales generates cash and cash is the equivalent of blood to you as the business owner, because if you don't have blood flowing through your veins, you will drop dead. And your business, if it does not have cash coming through the door, it will do the same. Yes, you can inject through credit and all that kind of stuff, but that is not a long-term strategy. Sales needs to be a short-term and a long-term strategy. And adding on sales team members can be a fantastic way to grow beyond what you have the capabilities of doing because you will start to feel a pinch around, especially if you are doing sales calls or some kind of sales interaction in order to uh, engage, to nurture, to build relationships, and yes, to close deals, that is limited by your ability to have time available. Too often though, we jump the gun because we are trying to offload or delegate a skill set that we really aren't proficient in And again, this is a skill that you can learn. Are you going to be the best at it? Maybe not. But if you don't know what works and doesn't work for your particular market with your particular client base, you're setting somebody up for failure, even if they are very, very well experienced. I will tell you, after almost 20 years managing, hiring, and firing 
uh, mostly high performers, that the people that are the best of the best, you will pay for. And you will pay for either through compensation, through paying them money, or through time, or both. And the best salespeople are in high demand. It is an extremely competitive market. So if you don't have the specific processes in place in order to give them certainty that their results are going to be as high as possible because they're confident of their skills, they are sales professionals. And if you don't know the information to help guide them so that they can make the best decision for them, because remember, when you hire somebody, you are enrolling them into your business. You are inviting them into an opportunity to work with you. And it is that you have to sell them on that. And if that opportunity isn't as attractive as possible, the people that are at the top of the game, they're going to bounce. And so you just have to have clear expectations on what it is that you want out of that team member coming on board. So what do you need to have in place? Number one, you need to have a proven product or service. You need to have a proven offer, meaning that you've already sold it. Now, if you've sold it multiple times, better. The more times, the better in this case, right? Because this allows you to know what works and doesn't work for your market and for your specific uh, client. If you have a proven sales process, even better because really what you're trying to get your team member to do is follow the process and make sure that you can, because really when you're bringing somebody on board, you're trying to isolate as many variables as possible. Meaning that when you bring somebody into your working environment, you want to know what the benchmarks are. You want to know that when you sell to a client that you hit, let's say it's a 20% a conversion rate. And when you have those benchmarks in place, then it's a lot easier for you to evaluate what your expectations are from somebody coming into the role. I would always assume that they're going to do at least the same as what you've been able to do if you are not already really good at selling. Okay, so when I uh, helped out a friend of mine who needed some assistance with her sales process and to do some done for you sales, she was hitting about a 20% conversion rate. Now, I knew from my own personal experience selling in my own business that my personal conversion rate was much higher. She was also selling to a cold audience, meaning that she was doing ads, getting people to go through a webinar. They were going to book a call on a schedule and then be able to uh, have a conversation for her high ticket coaching program. There was a process that they needed to follow. So she had a proven offer. She had already sold it on her own. She already had a proven process because she knew that it worked. It converted to clients. So we already had those mechanisms down. We already had a benchmark. She already knew that she converted about 20% of those uh, calls that were booked into paying customers. And with that information, she could then easily go and hire a bunch of people right? And, and she had, and she'd had somebody in the past that didn't work out very well. And part of the reason why was because they were not very experienced at what they did. They didn't know what to say and she couldn't coach them through that process. So even though she had bits and pieces of her process that worked, this particular individual really struggled. And the reason why she knew that they were struggling was because she had a benchmark. So she knew that they needed to be able to do at least 20% or it wasn't really worth her time to basically like clone herself and, and remove herself from the process. And at the end of the day, this was the only salesperson doing the selling for her because she was paying for ads to get people into that front end of the sales process. She was losing out on missed opportunities. She was paying for those calls that were simply not converting into paying clients. And 
because of that, she ended up letting that person go. Now that person was better suited in a different area, a different department of her business. So she was able to reallocate them. That's when she uh, tapped me on the shoulder and said, Susan, could you help me out? Because I'm in a bit of a bind right now. I don't know really what to do. And I just need to make sure that I have some sales coming through the door so that I can focus on servicing these clients. I said, sure, let me help you out because she she is and, and still is a dear friend of mine. She has been a client in this capacity and I've been able to help her with her uh, in-person events and get her going with, uh, with a lot of speed and scale in that area too. Hello, pre-COVID. So... I'm sharing this to say that when you are in a similar situation, just like what I described, that you have a proven offer, number one, that you have a proven process, number two, ideally, if you are hiring somebody, you have a, a proven way that you know people say yes, or what the main objections are, that you understand what that looks like for somebody. Now, again, the better the skill set of the salesperson coming in, the less they're going to need around scripts or objection handling. But you need to make sure that they understand who is the best fit client for the program. That just because somebody says yes, doesn't mean that we make the offer every single time. You do not want to have a whole bunch of yeses and a whole bunch of conversions and then refunds on the other end. That is a disaster just in the making. You want to make sure that because salespeople typically are incentivized by the yes, they are being rewarded to get people to sign up to purchase your, your sale, your programs or your services. They're selling the solution. You don't want them selling for the wrong reasons. And it is very important that they understand who the best fit client is. And if you design your compensation program in such a way that it really is geared towards incentivizing the right behaviors, there are different things that you can do in order to curb that the appetite to have that commission breath that we all dread and have been exposed to. But when you have all of these mechanisms in place that I've just described, it is sometimes the right time for you to be able to go ahead and hire a sales team member. Now, the only person that will know the, the best time for you is you. Typically, what I find is there's a sweet spot when you have so many clients that most of your time is going towards servicing those clients, right? Because you, you are the primary one servicing them. You may not have uh, implemented a full scalable model where you have coaches or other individuals that are helping you to provide the support and the service. If you are the main face of the brand, uh, it is, if it is your IP or your content and your strategy that you need to come up with, and it is essential for you to be delivering that, then that is going to be the main focus, right? The other side is that you need to make sure that there's still sales coming through the door. And if you are doing sales conversations in whatever capacity, it doesn't have to necessarily be a call, but you are interacting with your potential customers. And that is seeming to take up more and more and more time so that you're feeling squeezed on both ends of the sales and the service equation. It may be time for you to be able to add in a sales professional a sales team member in order to help provide some lift. Now you can pair out specific types of your sales process in order to help empower you and your sales team member in the best possible way. So I'll give you an example of what this might look like. I have a client, actually it's a friend of mine um, who uses social sellers, meaning that she has, she has so many inbound leads 
because they have content marketing that is going out and constantly creating new leads and new opportunities for her, that people are sending them inbox requests through their social media platforms. And she needs to hire somebody who can manage all of those requests. And that is a social seller. They just are really being more responsive. They need to deal with the incoming requests. They need to filter them. They need to start the sales process. They need to weed them out and start to qualify them to move them along the proven process that they already have. In this case, she is still the one that is going to be closing the end deal, but she needs a filtration process to manage all of those inquiries. So she is in the process of hiring a social seller. These people manage her social media channels. They sit in the social media inbox to deal with the inquiries that are coming in through social media, through her website, through the podcast inquiries, like through all of the different ways that people are reaching out and saying, please help me. I want more information about your programs and your services to say, okay, what is it that we can serve these people with? And how do we move them through the proven process that we already have in place. So that person, that sales rep is helping with the very front end of the sales process and she's divvied it out that way. That is a perfect example of how you can utilize and parse out pieces of your sales process so that it doesn't feel like one person has to do so many different things. And to be perfectly frank, a lot of the, the skill sets around lead nurture and building relationships is not the same as somebody who wants to just close a deal. Okay. And that's often where we come into some situations where people are in the wrong role for the wrong personality type, or they just are bored or stagnant or complacent, or they quit. And it's usually because you've hired the wrong person for the wrong role, even though you do need a sales rep in the role. So I hope this was helpful for you today because this came about through several behind door conversations, as well as some conversations that I've been having on other social media platforms that I thought this is too important a topic because I know in 2021, um, at the time of this recording, lots of business owners are thinking about how to maximize the opportunities that are right here in front of you. And you may be seeing a huge boon of inquiries, a lot more leads coming through your door and trying to figure out what do I do with all these folks and how do I manage the sales process and how do I go about growing and scaling my sales, if it's just me right now, or just a few of my team members that are able to manage this, and I don't really know what to do next, perhaps it's time to hire a salesperson. And I'm going to say that if this is you right now, congratulations, because that is an amazing place to be. If I can help in any way, please feel free to send me a message. You can tag me on, over on Instagram at Susan McVeigh or send me a DM because this is my wheelhouse and this is where I help folks who are ready to move to the next level, typically in a private consulting capacity. Um, but there are lots of resources that I can give to you if you are not yet ready to get uh, dive in deep with some of the specific things that you're going to need to have in place in order to hire, manage, and lead your next high-performing sales team member. Thanks so much. And we will see you again on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.